You recording here? I heard a ding. Oh my fuck! It's gonna yeah, go you, on before my computer you're not used crashes. To this yet? I didn't hear a ding on my side. Well, that's all I hear when you talk is dings. Is this is this thing on? Oh, hey! Welcome to Start to Continue line, Podcast nice number thirty-two. I start this. Well, say the next thing then. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Start to Continue Podcast, episode number 32. Uh, for those of you who have never joined us before, we're a free-flowing podcast where my partner in crime, Bill, and I talk about uh, pretty much anything and everything going on in our lives, in the gaming community, in TV land. You come across it, we talk about it. Yeah, we try to mix it up and have fun and... Uh... No edits. We just let her fly. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, me and Joe work together, and we run this podcast as a little hobby. So, hey, I got some actually business to get out of the way first. I'm um, drinking a beer for you. Great. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, we all heard it. Uh, if people are trying to reach us through Facebook, I, I got to put it out there again that Facebook is dead to us, as dead as it can be. They uh, they actually want our government ID from us, and that's never going to happen. Um, so we don't use Facebook anymore, but they keep sending us notifications in the email, trying to get us back, but will not happen. Facebook, you cross the line, that's that. So if you do want to... Wait, I kill it? I, I can't even log in to tell it to be destroyed. I, I don't know. But if you do want to reach us, we're certainly on uh, Google Plus, and uh, we're definitely on Twitter at STCPod, and you can email us at STCPodMail at gmail.com, or start to continue mail at gmail.com. Or how about you just read the bottom of our posts that says that F-book, or Facebook is dead to us, and uh, not said anything there in the first place. Yeah, and it, it links to the article of how ridiculous yeah. Facebook is. Wanting, your, wanting government ID. Can you believe that? Yeah, here's my driver's driving? license number. You want the DL number? Yeah. They want, a, they want everyone to use their real names and to be able to prove it. So we never used that our real name. Not. Yeah, why would, well, how do you have to sign on for something to use your real name? Are they just worried about, uh, you know, pedophiles or something? They want to have a, if something goes wrong, they want to be able to identify who the actual person is? Well, I guess, well, it's so people can find each other. They want an honest uh, interaction. You, They want you to be able to go back and find your, you know, grade school teacher or something like that. And if everyone's using fake names, that's not going to work. But, I mean, we're like a radio show. So yeah, we, if you want to be found, use your real name. If you don't want to be, don't use your real name. You should be allowed to do that. Yeah. And the... the the screwy part is someone oh, had to have uh, flagged us to fla- uh, Facebook for not using our real name. We used uh, first name, start, last name, to continue, which was fine. But someone wants to complain to Facebook, hey, these guys aren't using uh, their real name. And so that's when they locked us up. And that's why Facebook is dead to us. Yeah, like, come on, guys. Just get on Twitter anyways. It's, it's way more efficient. Wouldn't you like to... Uh fuck facebook somewhere uh right in its pee 
I'm not saying the real thing. It's too dangerous now. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying anything. I just said fuck Facebook. Well, we can get into that in a little bit. Um, we, uh, I've, uh, well, yeah, it's got to be discussed. But first of all, I want to uh, send some thanks out to some loyal supporters that we have. Uh, these guys have been stand-up guys, been supporting us on Twitter and getting our name out there. First, uh, I'm talking about Dean from Round 2 Gaming. You can find him on the YouTubes and on Twitter. Uh, you know Dean. He's the guy that's got that huge uh, room tour with his game room is like well, nothing you've ever seen. I know all the ladies love Dean. That's pretty much all I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's probably just for at, his, probably for his big room too. That's right. Yeah. Well, I hope he's not compensating for something. Good guy. Thanks for the, you're going to read this thing out or. Uh, no, that this isn't from Dean. I just wanted to thank him for all his support. Um, and to check out his uh, YouTube channel, he's doing these reviews on all of his memorabilia uh, relating to video games. And uh, they're just short little clips, like three, four minutes, and they're very easy to ingest and very entertaining, and they're very well uh, produced. Like they're on a turntable, and he's turning the whole thing slowly while describing it. It's, uh, yeah, it's nice I'm impressed. Someone, it's nice when someone puts a little bit of effort into their, their production, right? He's put a lot of effort into this production. I hope he does a behind-the-scenes show on uh, on how he shoots all this, how he gets the turntable to work and his video and whatnot. I know a couple of TF guys that do the same thing, too. It's a pretty simple device. Oh. If he's using what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I don't know what he uh, what he uses. I'm hoping for a behind-the-scenes. Dean, do a behind-the-scenes uh, uh, show for me. so I can... Dedicated to us. <laughs> and dedicate to us and our other big thank you goes out to a brand new listener uh paul over uh he's cartridge canuck on youtube and on twitter um he's got a bunch canuck? of you know canuck canuck you're a canuck yeah. aren't you pretend i'm not canadian well c-a-n-u-c-k cartridge canuck i feel he should have a captain in front of that as in captain cartridge canuck he should promote himself. What do you think? I have a Captain Canuck comic. That's what I mean. He should be riding that wave because uh, that's being relaunched this year too, I think. Hmm. So uh, he actually wrote us a letter. I thought it'd be good if I read out some of that. Uh, hey, Joe and Bill, your podcast has been a companion of mine of late. I know that sentence made you uncomfortable, didn't it, Joe? You don't like being anyone's companion, male to male? Only yours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he goes on. Thanks to the folks over at Retro Fandango. Those, those jerk offs, you know, those guys. I was able to find and tune into your awesome waves. Love the give and take you have and the off the cuff style of the podcast, as not many can do. Between Joe's secret TF hoarding and Bill's eclectic musical collecting, you have genuine interest for listeners to enjoy as well as inspired convos that intrigue. So I thought that was really nice. Yeah, very nice. Appreciate it. Yeah, definitely made my day. And uh, yeah, you seem happy when I showed it to you. Yeah, I'm always surprised by those things. Like I said, when we originally started to do this whole show, I always thought I'd be happy if just one person listened. So... How can I not be uh, anything but pleased with, you know, the progress that we've done so far? 
Yeah, it's amazing. And he actually took the time to write in and how many you want to tell how many Twitter followers are we up to now? Oh, it's geez, it's it's storming along. Not really, but you know, we gain a few robots every now and again. No, we're up to uh sixty two now. Hmm. I thought it was sixty nine. So well you wish. Hey oh. But our uh, subscribership on the YouTubes is uh that needs some help. What are these people doing? Let's get on the YouTubes. We got a happening channel. You want to tell about the last video we just uh, posted up? The massive uh, three-piece Beatles. Uh, what is it again? Canadian <laughs> collection uh, run that we just did. Well, the first uh, let's the first uh, Beatles record releases in North America actually came to Canada first, and uh, I. I uh, have those in my collection. So that's where I started the part two of the record collection on those early Beatles records. And uh, I couldn't just burn through it like the first part because there's so many variations on these records and reissues. And I wanted to find out which, which uh, releases I had, if they were reissues or if they were original pressings and whatnot. So we took a nice deep forensic look and, uh, you know, explored which, where these albums come from, what year they are, and even what mixes were used. And that's our latest video up on YouTube, uh, The Record Collection, Part 2. And I got to thank you, Joe, for getting back into your uh, <laughs> into your editing hat and uh, cutting that thing together. That was uh, probably a solid day of uh, editing on my part. Well, over, probably not. Over two days. Oh, really? But uh, my pleasure. You know what? It was actually fun. I hadn't done any kind of video editing in, oh, God, probably a good solid five years. And, uh, yeah, the program I was using was a little frustrating at start. But, uh, you know, like anything else, once you get the hang of it, looking forward to doing the next one. And I have some, um, actually, ideas that I'd like to use on it as well. So get pick your next record out, and then let's get going on that shit. Well, we have the rest of the Beatles to do, so we have, in my collection, at least another 10 or 15 records, something like that. But now I was jealous uh, watching you get back into editing. It uh, brought back some good memories. And, of course, now that we're all digital, it's so much easier to edit compared to the olden days of analog doing A-B rolls and whatnot. I never really did it in that period. That was more of just like a brief, uh, this is how they used to do it back in the old days. Oh, come on. You're way older than that. Let's go right to Avid. <laughs> You're way older than that. You were cutting on film. What the fuck are you talking about? You had the razor blade out. You're splicing things together. Yeah, they teach you that shit in school just as a, as a you know, brief history of, hey, man, if you're in a fix, this is what you could do. Come on. You're kidding me, right? But now that like, we're in uh what, what are you talking about? When did you go to school? <laughs> what school did you go to, man? Well, it must have been decades and decades ago because we were cutting on Analog Express or what? <laughs> we didn't have... Was your school have, on a farm? Yeah, it was on a farm. We didn't... I don't think we had any uh, online editors. We had one... Uh, it was powered by Video Toaster on an Amiga. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, and that was just being used for transitions and. Uh, <laughs> no, we were all like we were all Mac, and uh, we had brand new Avid machines in there and all that shit. It's crazy. 
Well, that's weird because you're way, way older than me. So I don't know. You must have went to college later in life. Well, I've been Just... to multiple, multiple colleges. You realize that, right? No, no, I didn't realize. Multiple diplomas. Oh, new thing Bill finds out about Joe. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I want to hear more. No, I'm just going to leave it at that. What? I don't know about my past history? Yeah, career student here. How many years did you put into post secondary education? About eight. Eight. Yeah. So you're a doctor now? No. <laughs> doctor of multiple college programs. Yes. What was happening? Why? Why uh, so many years in college? I would be going crazy that many years in college without having a doctorate finished one program and decided to try something else what was the first program like yarn crochet no. work no uh computer technologist and you got your ticket in that yeah and what the hell why didn't that pan out that seems like I a good ride work, i went to work at ibm right didn't like it left after a little bit Went back to uh, went back to the banking world for a few years, and then uh, at the same time, I decided to go back and uh, get my honors in uh, television broadcasting. You had to slip honors in there. It's on the diploma. Pay <laughs> for what you get. What was wrong with IBM? Let's say that we don't have that time in this episode, right? Yeah, come on. Uh, we're going to leave Everyone, people hanging. People want to know about you. guys want to find out, tune into our next episode. Oh, my. Okay. There it is. We dive into Joe's history in next episode. And we're going to hit it hard. Now we're hitting you, your life on the farm next episode hard. <laughs> I did not grow up on a farm. You fucking did. <laughs> no. No. Is that what you want to get into now or... Uh, no, next episode. Okay, man. next episode. We can do our histories. Um, I don't know if anyone out there is a, a big fan of uh, the Muppets, but uh, for those of you that don't know, the Muppets are making a comeback on weekly television. I'll just read a p. I'll just print. I, I printed off the article here, so I'll just read like the paragraph here and. Uh, after a two-decade absence from series television, ABC has announced Tuesday that the Muppets will once again have a weekly time slot, Tuesdays, 8 p.m., starting this fall. Uh, their comeback vehicle is the Muppets. It's being overseen by comedy veterans Bill Brady from The Big Bang Theory and Bob Kushko, Cushel from uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Um, basically, the if you look online, just do a Google search for uh, the Muppets trailer. It's about a couple minutes, and um, if you can picture the Muppets as a cross between uh, uh, Modern Family and The Office, that's pretty much what you're looking at. We know where they've they're poking fun at, and as well as doing the scenes where you know the the camera cuts away, and suddenly you got the individual doing an interview directly to the camera, and then they cut back to some funny situation, right? Yeah, it's uh yeah, take on the talking head thing. Definitely was a parody of the office. So it was uh very well done. I'm glad I don't know if anyone remembers the old series, but how it mainly took place inside the uh <clears throat> inside the uh 
the 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 stage hall, I guess, where they're running their uh, their little show. Yeah, it's a and it, show, sir. It'll be the same. It'll be the same idea of a show in a show, kind of talking about a show. Yeah, it looks so, like um, they'll be trying to put on a show and a documentary, shooting them while they're trying to relaunch their show. And it looks really funny. It looks grown up, uh, but there are jokes in there for kids too. But a lot for adults. I was happily impressed. And the trailer is nice length. You should uh, check that out for sure. Basically, right now in the States, it's the upfronts where uh, everyone is showing off their shows that they hope to launch in the fall. So the Muppets is one of them. And I know you got turned on by another just by the picture you saw. Well, let me finish off with this one here. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I know Jim Henson, if he was still around, I think he'd really be happy with his, this approach of uh, the Muppets. Um, you know, well, along with the new format, doesn't mean there's not going to be guests or musical numbers or other variety elements that they that they also produced back in the original show, right? So um, I think there's going to be a lot of flexibility. There's going to be a lot of backstage uh, productions that we'll see. Um, if you look at the trailer, there's scenes where they're out in the real world, just as if you had watched like a Muppet movie. So you got real humans interacting with the Muppets as if, you know, they were actual living physical beings. So that was a nice little touch. And uh, apparently they're going to delve deeper into the personal lives of the characters than the original show did. So um, hopefully it sticks around. I'm really excited about it. And another show that I'm excited about that I saw the trailer today as well is um, the trailer for the new Supergirl show, which... um, I think the initial the initial uh, showing of it, I think it's going to be a tie-in to The Flash and uh, The Arrow somehow. You so think so? Mention. Yeah, they mentioned that. I didn't get that, that at all from well, the... They didn't show that in the trailer, but if you did some reading on it, they talked about it. Hmm. It's uh, the main character. I forget her name, but she's uh, one of the characters... Uh, that was on the the latest version of Glee. So not the original run of cast members, but the newer ones that they brought in once the original guys started leaving and getting older. Uh, and it's got like, you know, Jimmy Olsen. Um, they talk about uh, Supergirl's cousin, Superman, obviously, but he was never shown in the trailer. Uh, and basically the trailer is just showing her for the first time deciding to display her powers to the real world and, uh, you know, wanting to be part of it and to make a change. It's got a little bit of comedy to it, but, uh, you know, the special effects are certainly the only thing you can really compare it to is, uh, you know, maybe like the earlier Superman shows with, uh, what's his face? Superman and Lois Lane. Was that what it was called? Oh yeah. Yeah thought you meant the smallville or smallville yeah too i guess well this right we're actually i say say the effects are even better than what was shown in smallville yeah definitely she's flying you get to see flying right away so you get that payoff and actually the what you're referring to that video i'd call it more of a featurette what did it ring in at like seven minutes yeah between six and seven 
So uh, check that out because then you won't have to watch the origin first episode because it's all summarized for you quite quite nicely too. I I thought it was enjoyable. Good seven minutes. I'm just really excited. Like the, there seems to be no end to these, you know, superhero uh, shows that they're pumping out, right? Yeah, it's good to see. Uh, I think yeah, I'm a afraid great, of great time to be a fan of everything. Sure, I'm afraid of a little oversaturation. Right. Probably with well, that's where I probably am hesitant with the Flash. You know, I think that might be going too far. But uh, this looks good. Well, I don't know. It just it's too much. So I, I can't. That kind of held me back from even giving Flash a fair chance. But this, I like the look of it. Like she's even wearing a comic um, version of her suit. Like it's not a leather outfit or anything corny like that. It's, it's the tights. It's the Supergirl tights with the little skirt and, uh, no, she doesn't wear tights. It's just a little skirt. Right. Well, there's something underneath there. No, she was just bare legs. Oh, uh, which is, I think is how she was in the comics. Wasn't she? Yeah, I think I so. I don't remember her tights. Not like I ever read one of those comics, but yeah, neither, but, uh, Unless it was like a different version of uniform that she had in another run of comic. But as far as I remember, it's always, you know, the, uh, whatever you want to call it, the short skirt and the cape and the the top. I think at some point, though, she was, um, the top we saw her in uh, fully covered her midriff. But I think there's some comic issues where it's like a, uh, the belly top. No. Yeah, I could see that. Though they did show a version of her wearing the belly top in the trailer, but saying like, you know, I can't wear this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It looks okay. Some of it looked like corny, like it was written for a 14-year-old girl at some points, but uh, it seemed to pick up and get going again. I'll look forward to it. Hmm. Can I mention a show that... Uh, yeah, it sounded off. Uh, this will be starting, I think, in July, and it's on, I'm trying to think what channel it is. Oh, the Supergirl show is a Sky production co-produced with CBS, right? Was that the deal? Um, Sky in the UK. Yeah, it's not, no, it's not, uh, they haven't decided if they're picking it up yet or not. Oh, so they're not a production if they did, If they did, it would be Sky, I think. Sky oh, one. Okay. Sky okay. One, yeah. Then I'm way off on that, but look for that on CBS and this other, sh- I'm trying to think it's like, uh, what's the channel that hot in Cleveland's on in the States TV that, land. I, yeah, I think it's TV land. Anyways, a comedian I've loved for a long time. Uh, he's probably like right up there. Number two for me, Jim Gaffigan has his sitcom coming out in July and if you go to jimgaffigan.com right now, he's pre-released episode one for free streaming on the internet. Uh, it's called the Jim Gaffigan show. And if you've seen any of Jim Gaffigan stuff, you know, it's going to be funny. Um, he's the guy, the comedian that did the hot pockets routine. Do you remember that Joe? Hot pockets. I remember it. Not clearly though. He does a lot of jokes on eating and stuff like that. And it's, it was always remarkable when he did uh, 
the Tonight Show or Conan or anything like that. He always talked about his kids. He's a stand-up comic, a road comic, but he has five kids. He's married with five children. Hmm. And so this show will be uh, based on that. He has five children in the show. And, you know, he must have come up with his writing partner is actually his wife. And so they obviously have lots and lots of stories of uh, taking these five kids around as he uh, tries to keep his career going. Like, uh, you've just got two kids, Joe. This guy's got five kids. Still has time to put a TV show on. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good story, Bill. Thanks. And uh, another show starting up. That's actually starting up tonight on IFC in the States. I don't know when it starts in Canada, but it's our old buddy Mark Marin, his show, just simply called Marin. Season three starts tonight. And if you give that show a chance, it's, it's pretty good too. It mirrors his life as well as a, as a comedic podcaster trying to get by in life. It's pretty funny. Look for it called Marin. That's my TV recommendations. You like Marin, right? The show. Yeah. Uh, it's all right. It's a little, uh, he's so manic with so many disorders that, uh, it gets a little frustrating at some points. It's almost like watching Seinfeld where, you know, every character, you love their neuroses, but at the same time, it gets frustrating, right? I don't know. I thought it was really hitting a good stride in that second season. Every episode seemed to get better and better as they worked out the kinks and you could see them being written better and acted better. And I told had, you. I, uh, they had yeah, better no, story arcs and, I told you I just finished watching um, uh, the final episode of season one of Last Man on Earth with uh, Will Forte. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen so, the last episode yet. Yeah, it wasn't bad. How far? How far? We got a couple, couple left. Was, was the last episode a twofer again, or was it just one half hour? Single. I think that's all I have to see. I think. <laughs> You know what? It took me a while to get into it. And, um, yeah, in the end, I think I really enjoyed it. <laughs> See, I told you. Yeah. Well, I told you there was a thing with this character where, um, he's such a little weasel because he's trying to, you know, get into bed with all these women and all this and that. And, he tries to do things in terms of, I don't want to try not to spoil it for anyone in case anyone wants to tune into it, but you know, he tries to do things to get rid of certain characters that are in his way. And then, you know, the good natured, uh, heart of him decides, you know, in the end that he can't really do these despicable things and, and, and goes back on it. So it's like a, a roller coaster ride that you have with the character where you hate him because he's really, scumbag in one one sense but you realize that in the end he's really just a good guy who's looking for companionship and you know just trying to be loved so i liked how they finished the season it's uh like we thought originally and you had mentioned as well he thought it may have just been like an original just one season run of the show you know they may not get picked up for a second season and uh i guess it's been successful enough that they've been picked up for season number two and uh, I guess he's got to start writing for it now, right? Yeah. Um, 
you got to check out his Nerdist podcast. He did just uh, last week. He he's uh, he talks about it because he uh, mentions how busy having this show was, and he finally got a few days off. And but they got to start ramping up again for the next season. Will Forte. And now I've got to start. Uh, what do I got to start listening to now? I still haven't started this season's Game of Thrones. Whoa. Uh, really? Yeah. It's all on the PVR, man. I haven't, haven't started this season's uh, Agent of, or Marvel's uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've probably halfway through Gotham. I've got the final episode of Flash and Arrow to watch. Uh, final episode or two of um, Blacklist to watch. What else? Yeah, crazy man. I got. Yeah, I don't know what's your priority getting watching these other shows before your uh, Game of Thrones or Agents of Shield and whatnot. Are you letting uh, Agent Carter go? You're not going to bother with that. I didn't start it. I missed. I've missed a couple episodes. I think maybe even the first couple. So I'd have to see if I can find those and then maybe continue off from what I've PVR'd. Oh, I thought you were going to just delete it and let it go. Well, I, I think I'd like to see it because it is coming back, right? Yep. Yep, for sure. So maybe there's something to it. I don't know. Like I said, it's. I hate to pass these shows up because I think now I know it's been going on for obviously, you know, last 10 years or so, but you know, we've seen finally as fans, you know, the full emergence of basically, you know, the comics that we grew up reading and, and hoping were made into movies one day. And, you know, who knew they'd be on TV? Certainly maybe, uh, in the cinemas, but, uh, to have this sort of exposure on, on television, I don't think we could have dreamed of it. And, you know, I hate to pass it up now that we finally, you know, basically got what we've been asking for. Right. Yeah. You bring up a, that's a good point, pal. But, uh, yeah. Can't but complain about something and then, and then not finally, uh, you know, we're being, we're being fed ladles full of, uh, of, uh, you know, comic characters and other things that, you know, more so than we can even absorb. So it's hard to just say, you know, well, thanks, but I'm not going to, I'm not even going to give it a try. Right. Enjoy it while we can, because who knows how long this will be last. Like you said, there's an oversaturation of it even at this point, but you know, it's not that it's, uh, crappy what we're being shown. Yeah, I think you're right. And when the public does grow tired of it, it'll be gone. It'll be gone for like 10 years before the cycle comes back. So you are right. Although we'll always have it on whatever streaming service it'll be. But then, then what we'll be watching at that point. Yeah, but if you've watched it already, I'm not going back to watch it again. Yeah. Well, speaking of things petering out, uh, the news came about that one of your favorite shows, American Idol, will have one more season, and that's oh. that. Finally Which calling be season plot. number what? Oh, God. I don't know. <clears throat> it's in its 20s, isn't it? Oh, at least. 
So do you think it's time? It's a good time? I think so. I think they should have finished it sooner, to be honest with you, while the ratings were up there. Because I don't really hear anyone talking about it anymore. No. Well, no, certainly not. At all. Not the group that I'm, you know, not the group of people that I talk to anyway, right? I mean, we're still inundated with entertainment news and whatnot. And can you tell me who the judges are this season? As far as I know, it's still uh, the 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 country singer guy, Keith Urban. I think they brought back Jennifer Lopez. And um, uh, what's his name? The The jazz piano guy, right? Um, yeah. what's his name? Jeez, oh, I don't know. I'm gapping. Yeah, you're right. The Cajun guy. Uh, ha- Harry. Harry Carnick Jr. Yeah, there it is. See, see, I had it. Yeah. If, so it's um. If I was money bags, Kevin, right now, I'd be mixing in the applause uh, sound for you. Hey. <laughs> But uh, to tell you who's the top five or top ten contestants or wherever they are in the contest, I no idea, man. No idea. Well, I never understood why they roll these shows out and oversaturate it the way they do. Like, this is two cycles a year. The Voice is two cycles a year. Why not, like, one big special show every couple years or something? It harkens back to when uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire first hit it. Do you remember those days? It had a few, it had a couple nights a week and then suddenly it was on five nights a week and the viewing public just said enough is enough. Well, they tried to pull the same thing that, uh, you know, a Jeopardy or a Wheel of Fortune, right? But in prime time. And then Howie Mandel's show there with the briefcases, that got hot and they made that five nights a week in prime time. It, it, why do they do it? Just calm it down, make it a special occasion, like. It doesn't have to be so often. And these type of singing competition shows certainly don't have to be two cycles a year. I I don't get it. I say that about, that's my opinion on everything. Even like hockey, NHL, which I love, that year that we had the strike, I didn't mind a one-year break from hockey. It just made the next year that much more special. And it makes the Stanley Cup playoffs that much more special if it's a bit more rare. I think that's where uh, FIFA soccer has it right where, you know, you don't see the World Cup every year. It's a special event that is crazy huge. Same with the Olympics. But uh, these, you know, TV producers, if they get something hot, they got to grove all the groven's good, I guess. And they end up killing the crop, killing the soil. So you're saying they need to fertilize a bit more? No. Too much fertilization kills the soil. You got to just Would you say stop. to me, too, uh, if I was to use a, a farm analogy, because I know you would understand that. Um, in the olden days, they used to take farm fields and chop one big square up into four different squares with a different crop in each square f- section of the field. And then every season, they rotate the crop. You got it. You got it, Joe. You got to rotate your crops. I'm saying this is what they should be doing in broadcast television. Instead of saturating. I also went to a horticultural uh, school. Did you? For two years. Is that true? Yes. 
I can't wait for the next episode. I cannot wait. Wow. I'm fucking super smart, dude. I just don't let people know. Well, that's why. Then they just ask you to do more work. That's why I am so shocked right now. Because you do such a good job at hiding all these academics. Uh, wow. I'm stunned. I'm really stunned. <laughs> wow. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Jeez. To further my thought, uh, we're still seeing saturation with these CSI shows, Law and Order shows. Got another Criminal Minds spinoff. You know what I mean? Like, jeepers. And I've heard... Um, know, it's no different than, like, the movie industry where, you know, you run out of ideas and you just use an, uh, a pre-existing idea and modify it in some way, right? So yeah. that's the industry, right? I don't know. Until they can think of something new, use what you've already seen. Yeah, I think we got to move up the ladder and fix that, uh, fix the television model. I'm saying it's broke. So, uh, that's, do you got anything else new to explore? Mm. Any other teases you want to throw down? How's your balls doing? Are your balls, uh, yeah, I still haven't made my appointment yet. I got oh, my God. Man. Come on. You have an audience of fans waiting. I'm a little scared, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, I wonder why. <laughs> Holy shit. I really just want to be knocked out for it, to be honest with you. Can you yeah, pick I... me up and drive me home? <laughs> uh, I mean, I just asked my wife to do it then. Yeah. I don't want to be awake. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I, no, it's fine. It's no shame in that, man. And that propofol they give you is just amazing. It's like time travel. You'll be out instantly and you'll wake up and everything's done. But then we won't get as many good stories for the show. So. I know. Ugh. Yeah, maybe you should man up and stay awake for it. <laughs> I just don't want them to, I don't want to feel that feeling when he pulls it and then he's telling you people can feel it being pulled like in their stomach area down. Mm-hmm. I've goes, heard that. It goes all the way up there. I'm like, that's fucking gross. <laughs> Man, you got to have the camera on your face when that's going on. That'll be our first uh, video podcast. Shit. Ugh. Mm. I got to get on that for my yep. summer's ruined. Well, before you get another, uh, soon you'll be, I've got three kids. Mm. Mm. The only thing is I really can't do it now. Cause I can't, I can't take a week or two weeks off of, you know, doing work in the basement. Oh yeah, I guess. I yeah. You're not supposed to lift. I got to lay flooring still. Can't do that. Uh, yeah. Install some cabinets. Mm. Well, you can at least make the appointment for a couple months from now. Yeah, probably. Maybe I'll do that. Let's get that going. And you're going to stay awake for that. Make an appointment. Say you're going to stay awake. And and also tell them if you call them later and requ- request to be put under for it, that they refuse it because you've already consented to staying awake. So they don't let you go back on that. Sound good? 
Well, you know, it's in a different room, so you can't change your mind. Good. That's what I want to hear. Get your recorder going. There's one's in a room, and then the other one's actually in, like, an operating room. Yeah, it, uh, for the listeners that are wondering what we're talking about, uh, we did do a podcast with audio from Joe's vasectomy doctor explaining the whole procedure. I don't remember what episode it is, but uh, it's a fan favorite. Go back and look for that one. With actual audio. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. Oh, man. Anywho, dude, uh, we just finished a big, long week of work, and I'm bushed. Yeah, we should probably call it quits. We're going to make this a shorter one anyway, but I think we've almost dragged it out for, jeez, almost an hour now. Which is, yeah, oh, yeah, we weren't supposed to go this long. We've got a... Another teaser, we've got a special surprise coming up, providing everything pans out. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say any more, but that's, yeah, a real, uh, uh, it, that's why this was supposed to be a shorter episode. Well, again, we're friggin' deadline dinkus, uh, leaving things to the last minute with our show, so this has to be turned around quickly. I, we might, what do you think about taking next week off to let things breathe a little bit? I'll just take it as it comes. Well, we're a, we're a weekly podcast, so we got to let people know if we decide to take it off. Yeah. Normally, you could find uh, a new show from us every Friday, first thing in the morning around 9.30 Eastern time. Uh, we try to make that consistent. Uh, you know, we try to do that for you, our listeners, so that, you know, you usually at the end of the week, you got something to look forward to, especially on a Friday if uh, – you know, on the drive home, whether whatever you whatever mode of transportation you take, or if you want to save it for the weekend while you're doing something, um, you know, we dedicated ourselves to making that a consistent habit, and I think so far we've been pretty successful with it. Yeah, so, except for next week, we just we take it as it comes, and uh, if we can, maybe we'll even just put a show in the hopper just in case, and. Uh, well, we hope definitely have something something out there for you for next week. But uh, things have been backing up. We need to get back on track, and we'll definitely have something. And we're always pumping out content to uh, stcpod.com. That's where you'll find everything we're up to, all kinds of updates. And follow us at stcpod on Twitter. And uh, don't bother Facebook. Do not go to Facebook. And we're on Google+, Plus if anyone uses that. Uh, Joe, you want to mention your, uh, yep. As always, uh, you can follow me with my other collecting, uh, habits in terms of, uh, transformers or video games. Um, go to angry Canadian decepticon.blogspot.ca and please give me a follow on Twitter under the handle at a C Decepticon. Right on. I think, I think we're good. I think hey, we're brother. good. Check All right, man. Have a good night, and we'll post it and post it. <laughs>